0: This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.
1: I'm Martin Strong. This is Vancouver Consumer. This afternoon, we've got a great resource for soundproofing your home. Are you constantly waking up the people you live with? Maybe they're waking you up. Uh, Maybe you have a tenant that you're getting sick of hearing. Uh, Maybe you just want a nice quiet office to have your Zoom meetings without any outside noise. We'll be talking to the folks at Sonopan Noise Stop Technology for homes all the way to commercial buildings. You can find them online at sonopan.com. But first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. On the campaign trail this week, Jagmeet Singh talked about the high costs we pay to have a cell phone and use the internet. Singh says his plan would save the average family $1,000 a year, and he points out that Justin Trudeau made that same promise in the 2019 election. Canada's phone and internet costs are among the highest in the world. The people making the profits will tell you because Canada is huge is why it's so expensive. It's not densely populated, our country, so it's spread out, and that's more expensive to maintain these wireless networks. But hold on a minute. What about Australia? They're spread out, same geographical challenges as, uh, as us. So let's compare. Australia's average monthly prices for cell phone plans were consistently cheaper than Canada's, up to $37 less a month. According to the CanSumer website, we pay 170% more than Australians do for a typical cell phone plan, and 20% more than Americans, who also pay some of the highest fees in the world. And with those kind of cell phone fees, it's no wonder people are trying to find new ways to make extra cash. A new Abacus data poll showed that 31% of Canadians have pursued a side hustle during the pandemic. That could be picking up jobs in the gig economy or creating their own small startup company. The report says these Canadians were likely looking for income after being laid off due to COVID-19. But even as the economy recovers, three in five surveyed say they'll still be hanging on to that second job or looking for a supplementary source of income for at least the next year. The report goes on to say that as a positive, many people, especially younger Canadians are looking for flexibility and work-life balance as they earn. And this is being made possible by technology and market innovation. People are finding ways to participate in entrepreneurial activity, such as direct selling, in a way that suits them. That's a quote. Most of the people saying they need the financial boost are younger Canadians, between 18 and 29 years old, and students. Uh, The Vancouver Police Department is currently sitting on $12,000 worth of gold, all in the form of dental wear. They collected the golden mouth nuggets, I'm talking fillings, caps, and bridges, in June after investigators found out a gold buyer in East Vancouver had just purchased them and they were obviously stolen. Uh, The investigators immediately seized the gold, knowing it was probably stolen, according to Sergeant Steve Addison, who says they haven't been able to determine from where the gold was stolen, so they haven't yet been able to make an arrest or lay any charges. But don't worry, the crooks weren't stealing the gold directly out of people's mouths. The VPD says investigators believe the thieves struck gold after hitting a dental office or someone who collects dental gold. And while the gold was seized in East Van, it might not have been a local break and enter. It could have happened out of province. Alternatively, it may not have been reported at all. Anyone who might know whose gold it is is asked to call the Vancouver Police Department. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And coming up, we'll be talking to the folks at Sonopan, noise stop technology for homes all the way to commercial buildings. If you want to make your home a quiet place, stick around because Vancouver Consumer is continuing on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Are you constantly waking up the people you live with? Maybe they're waking you up I'm Martin Strong and on Vancouver Consumer. Uh, it's it's a solution to that. Maybe you have a tenant you don't want to hear. Maybe you just want a nice quiet office to have your Zoom meetings without any outside noise. We are talking to the folks at Sonopan. Michael Wolf is with us Sonopan noise stop technology. How are you doing, Michael? I'm doing very well, thanks. How are you doing today? Very, very well. And and I am sort of hoping that throughout this conversation, we won't hear like a dog barking or somebody yelling in the background that you'll be in a nice quiet space.
0: Oh, don't worry. I've got Sonopan in my space. <laughs> <laughs> That's great.
1: Well, let's talk about Sonopan. People can go to sonopan.com and uh, you specialize in creating quiet spaces, right?
0: Yes, we do. So we produce uh, a number of different soundproofing products, and uh, Sonopan, of course, being the the most popular, and uh, that is for stopping noise going, like you said, soundproofing, stopping noise going into or out of a space.
1: Mm -hmm. And so how do you do it?
0: So very simple uh soundproofing is uh it can be seen as, uh, as a complicated thing but that's because there's a lot of information out there a lot of misinformation as, as usual especially with the internet now but uh the basic four elements of soundproofing are uh, insulation to stop a resonance or echoing in a cavity you've got the sonopan panels they are a four by eight sheet, just similar to a drywall put that on your wall then you drywall on top of that and, uh, and that's pretty much, uh, for, for the most people or most situations, that's, uh, that's, that achieves a level of soundproofing that's uh, improving quality of life in
1: the house. Because when I, when I think of sound panels and uh, uh, things like that, I think of recording studios and they, they look cool and everything, but you can see the soundproofing on the walls, but you don't see necessarily a Sonopan product.
0: It's you know it's funny that you bring that up because that's something I talk about all the time it's the fact that it's an unseen thing so people are focusing on hardwoods or the t- granite or the tiles they're putting in the house and all the visual elements the lighting but soundproofing is such an important element and often overlooked because of that but uh but it does go in behind your walls it's it's uh, not a visual element when the house is finished and uh, this is something as well that people get confused of sometimes, and uh, it's not, um, soundproofing is not controlling, generally controlling acoustics within the room. So those are different things, and you can combine the two together, for instance, in a radio station where you want uh, voices to sound good because you don't want echoing or reverberation within the room, but that's controlling acoustics. The so soundproofing is truly stopping the noise from going into or out of a space. So in a radio station, you'd have both.
1: Yeah. We would have things on the wall so that that would absorb the sound and then make our voices sound much deeper and well, sort of just better. It sounds less echoey in a room. Exactly. Yeah. So, so how, what's the percentage of jobs you do to, from brand new homes to, uh, uh, homes that are already built and you're, you're doing some, uh, you know, some custom work in there
0: so it's uh, soundproofing is is really a growing trend in, in Canada, and uh, we're a little bit behind actually in as a country in soundproofing in, compared to Europe or some of the other places in the world where it's it's pretty standard practice in Canada. The only time soundproofing is actually spec'd or required is in a multi dwelling building, so an apartment, a condo, a townhouse where they have a party or dividing wall, demising wall between two neighbors That's the only time it's required. But it's a growing trend to uh, do this as an option December of an option and we're uh, we're we're seeing a lot of different people use it from renovations, uh, especially with COVID now, people are spending a lot more time at home, of course. So they're, they're sp- not only spending their time on renovations, but they're also considering the sound uh, issues and noise issues that they're dealing with within the, the space, with everyone else being home as well. Uh, so we're seeing uh, anyone from new builders to condo and apartment users to hotels, uh, everyone's uh, really... Uh, looking at soundproofing and how they can better improve the the quality of life in the space.
1: And I haven't lived in an apartment in a long time, but the apartments that I used to live in, the soundproofing was terrible. And would you say that in most older buildings, the soundproofing is just not there?
0: It's, it, well, exactly. So the soundproofing, we actually uh, had a situation where we worked with someone in the, in the city uh, a little while ago, and they were soundproofing. They just moved in into this uh, condo. And it was about, uh, I think it was about 1940s, it was built, something like that. And they took down a little piece of the wall just to see what the walls were made of. And there was not even what I would call lath and plaster. There was no lath, no wood uh, behind the plaster. They just used a metal, Basically a mesh, <laughs> and that was the only thing dividing them, and that was the bedroom wall of the person. So you can imagine they were a little uh, shocked about that. And uh, of course, <laughs> soundproofing was was added to that space. But um, but not only old buildings. The thing is, even new buildings built today, there is a requirement. Uh, the government requires what they call an STC, a sound transmission class rating of, of, of fifty. But at 50, you can still hear your neighbors. And the other thing is, in real life, those are lab test results. So they don't actually often test on site how things work. They just say, this assembly with drywall and uh, insulation and whatever uh, other standard materials are used between between party walls or in a condo, uh, this assembly will give you a certain amount of soundproofing. But in real life, uh, there are holes cut for ductwork or things like that and uh, and the sound gets through and even just in the assembly itself it's just not enough so uh, so soundproofing is needed not in just in in older spaces and condos but even in addition in new uh, new builds as well
1: interesting michael wolf is with us he's from sonopan noise stop technology you can see them online at sonopan.com it's a pretty good website they've got videos there you can learn all about soundproofing your home uh, making sure that uh, you don't bother the neighbors, you don't wake the kids when you're listening to your uh, surround sound stereo or whatever. And uh, Michael, it's it's interesting that you said that Canada kind of lags behind other countries when it comes to noise reduction uh, in homes. And I can kind of see that in a way because in Canada, I think we've sort of uh, over the years gotten used to big spaces, big houses, lots of room, not as many people crammed into a smaller space, but like everywhere in the world, that's changing. It's getting more expensive. So people are living in smaller spaces. They're, they're sharing spaces. So I guess just the trend is that people want to, to live in a, in a structure that is, that is soundproof or as close as it can be
0: well it's that's it it's improving the quality of life in the space and it's it's multiple factors that are actually affecting this so not only as you mentioned our our uh Are we wanting to focus more on soundproofing in general but uh but we have the option now to build big home theaters which wasn't wasn't the case 20 20 years ago uh where we had a little 13 inch uh, tube tv and uh uh, extra speakers were pretty much unheard of now we have full-on surround sound things like that uh we're of course because covid last Couple of years, we've been spending a lot more time in the house with the rest of the family, and also the cost of housing has significantly increased. So, uh, you know, we're having a denser population in the cities, but. Um, but even in the uh, more rural areas, the, the people are still paying uh, good dollars for these, these houses and they want to be able to enjoy their space. And uh, soundproofing really does improve that quality of life in that space. And people can really, uh, a family or multiple generations in the family can, uh, can really enjoy that space and uh, do what they, what they wish to do without disturbing each other, whether it's working from home, uh, listening to music or, or whatever they they decide to do in that in their houses as as in the personal time or even in businesses, of course, uh, which we deal with quite a lot. Uh, People obviously in doctor's offices or uh, uh, therapeutic uh, massage uh, type situations, anywhere where uh, quiet or privacy is is a concern. uh, Soundproofing is, is really uh, a growing trend and something that people want to want to really focus on.
1: Yeah, I would think in a dentist's office, yeah, you want to muffle those screams.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's definitely an area that it uh, it should be put in. I've heard a few when I've been there. <laughs>
1: yeah. And and I guess the past year and a half uh has has kind of not only increased your business at Sonopan but also kind of changed a, a little bit of what people want because all of a sudden everyone's working at home and they're on Zoom. And, and I know when I'm at home and I do some recording at home as well, um, the, the sound can be an issue. I have a very loud dog and uh, sometimes you can hear her and sometimes you can't. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I guess people are coming at you with new challenges all the time.
0: Right, exactly. And, uh, and people are, uh, are, as well, moving their businesses into their house, uh, which we're seeing uh, a bit of a trend uh, as well. The other thing that's, uh, that's been big for us is that we've actually got national distribution through the Home Depot now as well. So you can walk into any Home Depot across Canada and, uh, and pick up Sonopan, where we didn't have that national distribution through a, a large retailer before. So it's, it's much more readily available.
1: Yeah, I should mention that, because I was on your website, and you have a pretty good feature on the website where you can click and uh, put in where you are, and they will show you all the stores that have Sonopan panels, and they include Home Depot, Carisdale Lumber, and so they're easy to find everywhere, right?
0: Exactly, yes. Slag on the island, Uh, we have uh, lots of different locations that sell the product.
1: Yeah, so, what, so basically describe uh, a typical Sonopan panel. So Sonopan is three quarters of an inch.
0: It's four by eight. We actually only sell the one panel uh, designed for walls and ceilings because the three quarter inch panel is designed specifically that that thickness is the, the ideal thickness in a wall assembly and I mentioned a little bit earlier but soundproofing is achieved through a combination of building materials and building practices uh just standard materials like insulation which stops echoing or reverberation in an empty cavity the sonopan which stops and absorbs the noise and the sonopan has noise stop technology and what that is is uh, is its uh, the impressions that we print in the panel there are over 17000 impressions in each panel on both sides of differing sizes and and density or or depth. And that's what creates uh, almost like an egg carton type effect within the panel to allow it to stop a wide range of frequencies. So for those people who used to be in in the bends when they were kids in the 1980s, 1990s even, and used to put egg cartons on the walls, well, this is sort of the same technology. It's not necessarily complicated, but uh, it's very, very effective. And then drywall, which creates mass, so just regular, basically your regular wall assembly. If you add sonopan into that, uh, will make a huge difference. It pretty much doubles the soundproofing uh, of any wall or ceiling.
1: Right. So, so it is both the wall and the ceiling. And and I guess that's a big a big help when it's in the ceiling because a lot of noise in houses is you know people clomping up and down the stairs and or clomping above you.
0: Exactly. Now we do have a solution for. What's known as impact sound, which is the footfall, chairs moving, things like that, that's a little bit different. it's It is a sonopan panel as well, uh, but it goes on the floor. It's called sonopan X, and that's actually uh, basically stops the noise from getting into the building structure. Oh, so nice. we can dampen it from below with the sonopan, but to eliminate that footfall or the uh, if you've got a toddler running around on on uh, a laminate floor or something like that, that can be that can be addressed too.
1: Right, Sonopan Noise Stop Technology. Uh, Michael Wolf is our guest. Sonopan.com, how to make your house. Nice and quiet, so you don't disturb anybody and nobody disturbs you. Go to sonopan.com. And as I mentioned, uh, if you go to the website, you can, uh, you can find a store near you. And there are tons of places where you can see Sonopan panels, including Home Depot, Carisdale Lumber. There's tons of places that would be near you. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, what rooms in your house you should do uh, to make sure that your house is as quiet is as it can be i'm martin strong this is vancouver consumer and we'll be back with more from sonopan noise stop technology sonopan.com when we come back welcome back to vancouver consumer on cknw i'm martin strong and we are talking about making your house quiet with Sonopan noise stop technology uh, sonopan.com you can go to their website and uh, you'll see how this works they've got videos that show you and uh, they'll also show you where you can go look at a Sonopan panel Uh, they're available at all uh, lower mainland home depots Carisdale Lumbers, there's tons of places and there's definitely a place near you if you go to their website you can find it and Michael Wolf from Sonopan is uh, with me and uh, let's talk about where in the house. Where where's the first place you want to put a panel up to uh, to make your that particular room quiet?
0: Excellent question. I mean, the most common is basements, but uh, but the thing is, if you're building even a whole house that's a custom build or a new build, you're not putting soundproofing throughout the whole building, so it's a relatively low cost and it has a huge impact on the quality of life in that home so basements are of course are most common because it's a recreational space and of course with the, with the growing trend of home theaters now uh, I mean most people have some sort of a, a louder speaker set up or the kids are playing in the basement uh, that's the most common the basement ceiling uh, to do but uh, also bathrooms uh, whether it be uh, the bathroom on the main level for guests or even a, a personal bathroom where you don't want uh, upstairs nor Boys, traveling into a kid's room, uh, kids rooms, of course, uh, and, uh, and any bedroom space uh, are sort of the most common. And then, of course, with, uh, with COVID being keeping us all at home and, uh, and starting home offices, uh, home offices are, are as well a growing uh, trend that we've seen in the last couple of years, where a lot of people are creating a space for themselves that, that's quiet and that they can work in, because not only are they home, but all the family is home and the neighbors are home. So if the neighbor just decides to start mowing the lawn in the middle of the day when they're on a comfort school, well, they, they kind of need some, some quiet uh, a quiet room to work in. So that's, that's a growing trend we're seeing as well.
1: Yeah, that happens to me all the time at home. I'll be recording something upstairs, and then all of a sudden you hear, doot, doot, doot. Dude, somebody's dropping off a load of something on a truck, and they're backing up, and it goes on forever. And uh, I guess Sonopan would help with that.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, yes.
1: <laughs> and and what about frequencies of noise like that? That's an example. Like that, I guess that's kind of a high frequency, and then there's kind of a low thud of a of a like a bass speaker in a home theater system. Um, does the Sonopan you sort of design it to handle all the different frequencies? I guess.
0: We do. We design to absorb a wide range of sound frequencies. And you mentioned the website earlier. We actually have a video on there with a, uh, a sound box where we put, uh, we usually play ACDC because <laughs> it, you've got the screaming and you've got the low bass. So it's, as an example, it's a good, uh, a good example. But we, we blast that on a, on a pretty good radio. Throw that in the box. You shut the lid. You can't hear it. And the, the like you said, the reason being is that noise stop technology, where we print over seventeen thousand impressions of different sizes on on both sides of the panel, and it's almost like an egg carton. So it absorbs a wide range of sound frequencies because each density within the panel absorbs a different frequency, and it actually does very well at lower frequencies and low bass, uh, which is which is very hard to do. Uh, so. Uh, so, Sonopan will will absorb truly absorb a wide range of sound frequencies, and you can use other materials, and you should as well, to to soundproof. So, it's not uh, as much as we'd like it to be a magic panel. <laughs> it's not. You do still need other regular, regularly available materials like drywall and insulation. Drywall adds mass which is quite important. Uh, But all these materials work together well because they all do better at certain frequencies. And people often, we hear this a lot with cement, where they'll be in a condo or some sort of a cement building, and you're thinking, well, geez, I have uh, 12 inches of cement in in between me and my neighbor. I shouldn't hear a thing. But certain frequencies go right through cement, especially those mid to high range. So if you have a, a smaller dog, next door to you or a telephone that's got a certain uh, ring to it you'll you'll hear it almost like it was uh, like there was nothing between you
1: oh interesting interesting uh we're talking to michael wolf from sonopan noise stop technology sonopan.com is the website and as i mentioned uh they are all over the place in the lower mainland no, uh, home depots Carisdale lumber and all that stuff and um the interesting thing to me is uh, is you don't need like say a typical home and you're you're building a brand new home for example because it can be a retrofitted home but it also is can be a new home you don't have to put one of these panels in every single wall do you?
0: No, you don't, and that's uh, that would be uh, a little bit pointless in a way too because uh, you've got the staircase you've got a lot of openings between for example the main level and the upper level. So it's not uh, it's not something where you go out and spend thousands of dollars and, son and pen your whole house. It's a strategic uh, placement where you do it in bedrooms, where you do it in offices, washrooms, uh, basements, which is a very common one for us, and just those few sections that that really are going to improve the quality of life in the house for you, and where where you really want blo- want to block noise. There are other areas where you do want noise to come through, uh, and and it's enjoyable to be in with in a house with a with a family.
1: Right, and you also talked about Sonopan X, which actually goes on the floor, and that that sort of dampens the sound from above. So, so do do a lot of people put that in as a retrofit thing, or is it mostly a brand new home that puts it in?
0: It, it's both, and it depends on the situation. So, uh, a lot of uh, rental units will use Sonopan X because they don't know who's moving in upstairs, or if they're renting. Uh, if they're living in a lower level and renting above, they don't want uh, the landlords don't want to hear uh, the the tenants above them uh, or have any complaints from tenants. But uh, but it's pretty much any situation where you've got uh, multiple uh, multiple families. In, in that's the more common situation for Pan X is multiple families because it does stop that impact noise, and that's usually not as much of a concern in a single family building. Uh, but uh, any multifamily building, especially if anyone has lived below a toddler running around uh, barefoot on a, uh, a laminate floor, uh, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, or, or a little dog with long yes. fingernails on it. Tick, 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 tick. That's my dog. So let's talk about retrofit options. So if, if you have a house that's, that's already built, you can still use Sonopan panels.
0: You can, absolutely. So retrofitting is, is a very simple procedure. You'd install over the existing drywalls, what we usually recommend, uh, the sonopan panel and then drywall right over top of that. So it's a very simple and easy retrofit. The extra layer of drywall is actually not a bad thing. Mass does help with soundproofing. Uh, Again, it's those multiple materials working together to get you better soundproofing. Uh, So very simple retrofit, uh, buying a couple of box extensions for the electrical outlets, which are readily available at uh, electrical supply or or, uh, building supply stores. And uh, and just refinishing the drywall, and uh, about the most you'll have to do in this situation is is extend the gems on the doors, if if that's uh, necessary, or windows. But uh, generally, very easy to to retrofit the panels.
1: Right, and I'm guessing you've worked on some pretty cool home theater systems and home theaters.
0: We have a uh, few of them have made me quite jealous, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we've <laughs> we've seen uh, we've seen some really high end builds. And, uh, and they use Sonopan not only uh, in the wall because it helps, it helps control acoustics, even though it's behind the walls, but sometimes we'll see people, although it's not officially what it's made for, make uh, a, on top of wall panels with Sonopan and then just cover them with fabric uh, to control the acoustics within the room because, because the panels are made to absorb sound. They do a good job both soundproofing and for, for acoustics as well.
1: Yeah, and how often are people coming in and 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 saying, "I need a, a home office and a home home studio to do to do Zoom calls and record things"?
0: It's definitely been a gro- growing trend with uh, with most people staying at home nowadays.
1: Mm -hmm. And let's talk about the uh, materials because we're talking about the Sonopan panels. It's Sonopan noise stop technology. Michael Wolf is our guest. And you can go to sonopan.com, S-O-N-O-P-A-N.com. But the materials that you use are very, uh, very eco-friendly, very cool. Tell us about they
0: that. They are. So this is something I haven't, uh, haven't talked about yet. It's, it's a very important part of how we, uh, how we manufacture and, and our business policy is to use 100% recycled wood in all of our panels. So there's, uh, there are 100% recycled wood, natural binders, and we actually use It's a green panel. We use food grade coloring in it. So there's no glues, no chemicals, uh, and they're manufactured in Canada as well in uh, Louisville, Quebec.
1: Mm-hmm. And so people can just they can go and literally see them at uh, Home Depot.
0: Yes, they're in stock in uh, in all of the Home Depots across Canada. Actually,
1: yeah. So how how like uh, how many new houses are are thinking about noise? Do you think that there's still not enough builders are thinking about uh, noise reduction?
0: It, it definitely is still a challenge that we're, we're seeing where we're, we're talking to a lot of builders. We've got a number of them on board and a number of them are using in, in townhouses, uh, for example... Uh, sonopam between the, uh, the, the, in the demising wall between the neighbors. Uh, but it's, it's something that a lot of builders are really, uh, currently haven't considered. So we're really, it's a bit of an uphill battle to, to convince them to, uh, to either automatically put this in. And it's, it's a little bit of extra cost. And of course, they're very conscious of that. Uh, or to at least offer it as an upgrade, uh, which is uh, which is what we're seeing as well. Is is that pen is being offered as an upgrade in soundproofing, both within a single family dwelling and uh, and multi residential type situations.
1: Yeah, well, I guess it's one of those cases when if you have a builder who wants to do it at the highest quality you want to think about everything and noise reduction is a big part of of the quality of of life in in somebody's house
0: Absolutely, it really is. And uh, uh, the thing is, you can uh, anyone building a house who who's hearing us right now. You can actually ask your builder to to place Sonopan in the house. It won't really change uh, uh, the building plans at all. They can they can easily accommodate that extra three quarters of an inch into any wall or area that they're, they're building, and uh, that will definitely be uh, a huge improvement to to the soundproofing in that space.
1: Yeah, and I guess even if it if it's in just one room, it makes a huge difference. Like if there is a a basement uh, and it has a panel or two in the walls, that's not very much money, but it's a huge difference, I would imagine.
0: It is. And it's less than a dollar square foot for the panels. So it really isn't, uh, it's very minimal when you're talking the big picture of how much housing costs or even even in a small renovation, it's it's a very minimal uh, addition, but it's uh, the quality of life is just uh, uh, it, it's really a, uh, makes a big impact.
1: And like you say, it's not like you have to redesign the plans of the house. You just you just put them in behind the drywall.
0: Exactly, you're just spacing out three quarters of an inch, and that's that's always a consideration. Uh, so we're we're always aware of that. Uh, and some situations where you've got uh, lower basements or things like that. There is always a trade-off to consider between uh, soundproofing and, uh, and the situation you're dealing with or the space you're dealing with. But uh, I would say, honestly, most of the time, uh, it's, it's a wall or ceiling, and three-quarters of an inch isn't, isn't even noticeable in a room.
1: Right. Well, Michael Wolf, uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, very interesting. I hope we talk again.
0: My pleasure. It's, uh, I hope so, too.
1: Yeah, Michael Wolf is with Sonopan Noise Stop Technology. And uh, you can find them at sonopan.com uh, on the web. And you can find out on their website exactly where you can go to buy some Sonopan panels. Uh, Home Depot, they're at Home Depot, also Carisdale Lumber. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And we'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Uh, still to come, we're going to talk to Angela Kalla about borrowing money. She's the mortgage expert, and she'll save you some money next time you need to borrow money. And uh, you probably heard last week about the Nirvana baby, Spencer Eldon. He is the guy who appeared naked as a baby on the cover of Nirvana's 1991 album, Nevermind. Well, he announced last week he's suing the band for alleged child exploitation and pornography. The album cover shows Eldon, who is now 30 years old, as a four-month-old baby boy swimming naked, Underwater with a US dollar bill hanging in front of him on a fish hook. I am sure you have seen the album cover. It's the Nirvana Nevermind album cover. Elton is asking Eldon is asking for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in damages from each of the defendants, which include uh, the former members of Nirvana, Dave Grohl, Chris Novoselic, and Kurt Cobain's estate, also the photographer, Kirk Weddle, and a bunch of record company executives. According to the court filing, Robert Y. Lewis, Eldon's lawyer, says the inclusion of the dollar bill in the photograph makes the baby resemble a sex worker. Eldon has a tattoo that reads Nevermind across his chest as we speak. And he has previously recreated the pool photograph numerous times for the album's anniversaries. So it seems a bit like a cash grab. And I guess the photograph of the baby is literally a cash grab because he's reaching for the dollar bill. But I started to think about it. That record sold millions and millions of copies. Maybe he deserves something a little bit more than what he got, which was basically nothing. Uh, But there are other examples of people who have contributed to very iconic uh, imagery and got paid almost nothing. Some examples, Harvey Ball, he designed the famous smiley face in the 1960s for an insurance company. They wanted to make some graphic uh, to be handed out to employees to to raise the uh, morale of the employees. He got paid $45 for the smiley face. You know, the classic yellow smiley face, just the two eyes and the smiley face. Um, and it, I mean, it, it was everywhere in the 70s, uh, and it's still being used. It went viral in the 70s. It, when, in the 70s, when things went viral, there was no computers, but uh, viral meant it was on T-shirts and posters and bumper stickers. Uh, the T-shirt company that sold the smiley face logos on T-shirts sold in the year 2000 for $500 million, and Harvey Ball got 45 bucks. For designing the smiley face and the Rolling Stones logo, you know, uh, you know the the tongue and the lips, and uh, everyone's been talking about the Stones because the great Charlie Watts passed away last week. Well, the guy who invented or designed the smiley face with the lips. He was paid 50 pounds for that. He was a student, an art student, and uh, Mick Jagger asked him to come up with something for a poster. And then a couple years later, he got 200 pounds for something else, but they've continued to use it, and now it's like their corporate logo. But he originally only got paid 50 pounds for that. And the woman who designed the Nike swoosh, uh, she was a, a design student in 1971, Carolyn Davidson. She got paid 35 bucks for the Nike swoosh. Uh, that was before they were a huge company. And the day that they went public on the stock market, uh, I got to hand it to the founder of Nike, Phil Knight. He took uh, Davidson out for lunch and he gave her an envelope with a bunch of stock in it because it just went public. And I don't know how much the stock was back then, probably not worth all that much, but if she had held, held on to it, which I think she has, uh, it is now worth $630 thousand dollars. So she kind of came out of this one okay. This is Vancouver Consumer, all things consumer. And coming up, it's all about saving money when you need to borrow money. That and the news is next. I'm Martin Strong.